Hello and welcome to Long Distance Book Club, where two book lovers express their feelings on their book. I am one half of your host, Sam Cabrera-Dixon, and we couldn't make it today, but normally together we comb through book talk, combine our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. Today, I am joined by Arthur Howell of the Two Cents Critic Podcast. Arthur gives reviews and recaps for books, movies, and TV shows, inviting a whole range of special guests to join in on the fun. Welcome to the pod, Arthur. Hello, hello. Thank you for bringing me on here. I'm really thankful to have this opportunity. Of course. Oh, my God. I mean, the listeners know because I I always uh, let everybody know I'm coming on your podcast. We just haven't had the opportunity to reciprocate recently. So uh, very good to have you on finally. Um, Yeah. So... Let's get into it. Uh, <laughs> the book of the moment for today's episode, it feels weird because Sammy reads these parts, not me. So I'm like, oh, no, I don't know how to read. Um, I know how to do my parts really well. <laughs> it's a whole change up. It's a whole change up. Um, the book of the moment for today's episode is The Bad Muslim Discount, a novel. Uh, who's the author? Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I didn't put that. Uh, By Syed. Uh, what's his last name? M. Masood. M. Masood. Thank you. Uh, just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. Uh, Masood grew up in Karachi, Pakistan, and has been a citizen of three countries, living in nine cities. He, sa- uh, he says his nomadic, multicultural life has taught him human beings are the same everywhere, and the theme of this fundamental human unity forms or informs everything I write. Masood studied English literature at the University of Toronto, then attended the William and Mary School of Law. Outside of writing, Masood currently practices law. Masood currently lives in Sacramento with his two children, ages two and four. Before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding this book, I'm going to go ahead and read the blurb on the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it. Quote, It is 1995, and Anwar Faris is a restless, rebellious, and sharp-tongued boy doing his best to grow up in Karachi, Pakistan. As fundamentalism takes root with the social order and the zealots next door, uh, and the zealots next door attempt to make Islam great again, his family decides not quite unanimously, to start life over in California. Ironically, Anwar's deeply uh, devout mother and his model Muslim brother adjust easily to life in America, while his fun-loving father can't find anyone he relates to. For his part, Anwar fully commits to being a bad Muslim. In this, uh, at the same time, thousands of miles away, Safwa, a young girl living in war-torn Baghdad with her grief-stricken conservative father, will find a very different and far more dangerous path to America. When Anwar and Safwa's worlds collide as two remarkable, strong-willed adults, their contradictory, intertwined fates will rock their community and families to their core. Without any further ado, let's get into it. Uh, so just before we start, we're going to go ahead and go through some trigger warnings. These, uh, This book was not on the trigger warning website that we usually use. So oh. uh, if you can remember any outside of the ones I'm about to say, um, let me know. And of course, we'll mention it before we start talking about something. Um, trigger warnings for physical and domestic abuse, Islamophobia, death of a parent, I guess also gun violence, oh, yeah, yeah. murder. Um, e- yeah. Uh, wait, did, wait, did you mention this? Kind of, I feel like a bit, a bit rapey. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. you're right. No, you're totally right. Totally, totally right. Uh, I like took these off of somebody's like online blog review. So okay. I was like, I don't know. Um, so I just have been seeing this book around. It's making the round. Um, I feel like it, I haven't seen it everywhere, but I've seen it a lot on Twitter lately. Um, and I wanted to cover it because it had a cool cover. I did not realize it was written to, by a man until we started, uh, until I was writing the script for this a few <laughs> days ago, which I'm, it was fine. I'm not, I'm not complaining about that this time, but I just thought it was funny considering the fact that when I was on your podcast, literally like two weeks ago, I mentioned <laughs> how I don't read anything by men. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh no, the irony. <laughs> I just said this to your listeners and now you're going to be on this podcast. <laughs> yep. It's just, yeah, it's a, it's a funny little, funny little uh, irony there, but. I know. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's okay, it's okay though. I feel like it didn't really, I don't know, like, 
I, and I'm reading this as a man myself, so maybe I don't know. Right. But I feel like it, it was it was okay. Like it didn't particularly come across as being like, oh, this is definitely a man writing this. No, totally. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I was nervous about that, but I was like, oh, okay. I, f- I feel I f- I felt pretty confident. About- a third of the way in that I was like, okay, it, he doesn't necessarily write women like most men write women. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with this for now. <laughs> uh, so I reading um, Masood's little background. I thought that was so funny. Like, okay, things make sense now. He went to William and Mary school of law. He's practicing law. So I, I felt like, now there must be a bit of you know his own life really influencing Anvar's uh, character. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely. There's that element of relatability connecting with the character, and also, yeah. in order to flesh it out a bit more, to kind of make the character more, you know, closer to real life. Definitely, definitely. I really thought that most, like almost all of the named characters in the book were really flushed out in a really interesting way also i know your podcast is so uh structured ours is just not <laughs> so i'm gonna <laughs> i'm, I'm gonna jump that. all over the place so right now i want to talk about characters so i guess that's what we're gonna do um i i felt like the i don't know somebody said once that every time an author names a character like by name instead of just saying oh there was a woman over there or whatever right they're usually about to serve a purpose so when characters get named and then they don't necessarily serve a purpose, it kind of bugs my brain because I'm like, okay, I don't, I, you didn't give me enough to make them a real person in my head and they're not, you know, they're not coming back. So I didn't really need to know their name kind of vibes. Anyways, this was one of those things where I felt like a lot uh, um, of the side characters, they all had a role somewhere, right? Like in the beginning, yeah, we know, yeah. or not beginning, but probably about halfway through, we know Anvar, uh, is helping pass out flyers for that guy's food truck, the, like, junk-in-the-trunk guy who's definitely probably a white supremacist on the weekends, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I, when he popped up, I was like, oh, yeah, there's definitely some very strong, like, right-wing vibes here. Yeah. You know what's really funny is we... I love looking at our bad reviews on um, our podcast reviews on Apple Podcasts because uh, I can't see them on Spotify, but I can see them on Apple. And I love, like, because, you know, people only review things and leave a review if it's really good or really bad, right? Like, their experience yeah. with it. So we only have a couple of really bad reviews, out of, like, in uh, comparison to our other reviews. But Which is good, yeah. one of our very bad <laughs> is this person who hates it when we talk about politics on the podcast which i think is so funny because i was a political science major and i work in law like i don't know what you expected but you're getting you're getting that anyways we're gonna be talking about politics a bit today because that was one of the core (laughs) themes throughout the book um but every time every time i start talking about politics i think about that one that one reviewer Sit this one out, buddy. That's Sit so this funny. one out. That's so funny. I have yet to get a review like that, actually, for Apple Podcasts, which is strange, really? because I feel like, to sounds pretty, I do bring out politics and uh, yeah. uh, quite a, quite often on the show. Yeah. Just even, just even like what I'm, talk, what, what I'm covering, like, for content, or just mentioning yeah. current events, or just like, hey, these current events are pissing me off. Well, I just always think it's funny when people make the the politics remark, because it's like, I always look for, like, the context of when that was posted. Like, our that one review was, like, right after we read and posted on um, Prince Harry's book, Spare. Like, of oh. course we're going to fucking talk about politics. That's what it's about. <laughs> well, yeah, what, are you, what are you thinking we're talking <laughs> about? Which I haven't even read that yet. I haven't read that yet. But I oh, recommend you. it. Recommend it. Go ahead and listen to our episode after you read it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so thinking about that person. Um, why did I bring that up? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> oh, because we were, we were talking about the, the white supremacist uh, food cart guy. Um, no, but so I, I really felt like all of the characters who were named did serve a purpose, which so that like satisfied that little bar of, okay, we're getting, we're getting characters who are doing things. Well, yeah, so I mean, uh, I feel like a side character who kind of pops out to me specifically is Anvar's mom. Who I feel like I, I yeah. feel like she she definitely was like, 
you know, she's his mom. She's very, she is very devout, and she's very stern with him, and she uh, wants him to stick with his own religion. Mm-hmm. But you can also feel her trying to be a good mom, also in the end. Yeah, I'm like yeah. you know, you can feel her uh, genuinely loving him. You know, even when he really pisses her off and he's being such <laughs> yes. a little smart mouse. <laughs> I I loved Anvar's family so much. Like I thought the little details in like to show the the heart of those characters, I really appreciated. Like the way that when he was a kid and up until, you know, later when he's an adult, the way his dad, like, would acknowledge that they did something wrong as a child is to take them to the ice cream place and to, like, get them their least favorite flavor. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was so cute. I just thought that was such a cute little detail that was, that made, like, the character of Anvar's dad more real to me. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, like 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 what I was saying for maybe more real life, more, maybe more like real life, which also does make me wonder, was this a little detail that Masood maybe took from his own life? Mm-hmm. Perhaps, know. yeah. It felt very like, oh, that was so real. Um, I also felt the same. I I mean, I didn't like <laughs> uh, Safa's family necessarily, but um, like her brother was fine, I guess, and her mom. but uh i knew from the like her first chapter like that um dr youssef was her dad yes yes uh you 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 got that did you get that okay so i did not but once it did once the reveal came up yeah then it was like oh wait now i'm looking back i'm realizing i'm like wait i should have picked up on this a lot earlier but at first no I did not realize it. My notes from that first chapter of Safwa's is this Dr. Youssef guy has the same eyes as her? That's sus. Her mother is sick and Dr. Youssef comes to visit and says, don't tell your dad? Extra sus. Like, I was like, this was really sus. I don't know. I know. I should have detected it, but I didn't. But oh well. Um, it, was, it was very interesting, I think, because... They, Safwa and Anvar don't meet until like a long ways into the book. Oh yeah, it's like, I don't know, like what, 30%, 40% into the book? It's like, it was like more than that, I think. It was almost over 50, I believe. Ooh, okay, yeah, that that, that, that makes sense, yeah. And it's it's an interesting way for the book to be formatted, Mm -hmm. structured, where it's like you you do have two main characters, and it's not even like there's a romance, but like a real yeah. romance b- between two of them. Even though I think they do sleep together at least they once, do. right? Oh, multiple times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> because, because I, it's funny when I was reading this book, I was like, wait, they just sleep together, right? Because it's kind of yeah. very implicitly worded. Uh-huh. It's kind and- of like if you were to, if you were to just skim over it, you might you might just pass over that whole element of the right. relationship. Yeah, it was it was very much subtly hinted at, like, oh, she needs to pick up her like put her clothes that back on that are put that have been strung over uh, a chair in his room. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess. Ooh, okay, get it. I guess. Um, yeah, sure. But other than that, not really a romance between them. It's more much more between Anvar and Zuha. Right. Which I. I thought was such an inch. I just think the way that everything like was so, um, I don't know, just brought back to something that happened at the beginning. I love when books do that on like more than one thing. And I feel like this was really one of those things where it was like, okay, we got like either a lesson in the beginning or like a small anecdote or like a little, a little one handed comment that is going to come back later. Um, which I feel like in a lot of just normal fiction books, that doesn't really happen. Like, we don't really see that a lot, a lot. Or at sure, least not sure. not done well, <laughs> maybe. Um, <laughs> but I thought this was done really well. Like, the way we got to see Anvar fall in love with Zuha in the beginning. And then, yes. like, through college and their breakup, and we see him, like, trying to find a way without her as a constant in his life and then i knew right away right when um the second that his mom starts saying you got to come to 
what was his brother's name? Amir. Amir, to, yeah. Yeah, to Amir's uh, engagement party to this really nice girl. You have to come. Yeah. I was like, oh no, I know what the, I know where this is going. <laughs> now that now that I picked up on, I was like, oh yeah, I see where this is going, and then it happens, and it's just like, oh no, now we have the love triangle. Which, by the way, I do think for some reason the love triangle trope in this books do not bug me as much as other love triangles. Okay. So, okay. Which is interesting. I think perhaps because it just wasn't, like, traditionally love, you know? Like, Amir was just like, okay, I gotta get married, so I'm getting... Zuha was doing it to see if uh, if Anvar would have a reaction, and Anvar didn't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a complicated love triangle, to say the least. Yeah. It was a triangle that I think no one understood they were in a triangle of, you know, except for Zuha, <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can get, I can get, get that. It's just like I feel like uh, maybe a love triangle is like maybe the one in Legends one. I feel like that's also a good love triangle as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. Not, you know, both me. I feel that too. I feel that yeah. too. Um, I loved, I loved the the stories of Anvar's childhood, and I think it was a good comparison. Like once we started to get more of like how hard Safwa's life was growing up. Like, it was so jarring to go from, oh, I'm laughing at Anvar downloading porn and stuff onto his brother's <laughs> laptop so he could, like, steal his suit and go to prom and, you know, like, get get everybody off his back for a little bit. Um, like, that was so funny. And then to immediately transition back into Safwa's chapters and she's, like, uh, she's 12 and her brother's dying and, you know, her dad is taken in by the Americans and things yeah, like yeah. that. It, it was like, whoa, okay. To one it's eight. it's um, a contrast. It's a contrast in the tone. Definitely. And so I think it, it really added to me, um, like, that feeling of how are these two meeting eventually? Because I was like, that's obviously what's going to happen. I know, uh, you maybe you read the back of the book. I don't read backs of books. I, I like being surprised. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm sure they're going to meet, but perhaps they won't. You know, you never know what. Maybe it's just like a commentary on, like, how different realities are for people but um obviously it was that but i was like i they're gonna meet at some point and i don't think it's like i don't think it's anvar going to afghanistan like i I don't think it's that uh so i was like okay the the background on the cover is san francisco so i'm like safa's gotta get to sf somehow you know like I'm, i'm like how is this happening like what where are we going with this but i think it was in such a good way because i was it was one of those things where Though I predicted, not predicted, I got all the little hints that were being dropped for me to understand later. You know what I mean? Like the her dad is Dr. Youssef and, you know, all these yeah, other yeah. things. I, I got those hints. So I really felt like, oh, my God, what is going to happen? Like I couldn't predict necessarily what else was going to happen except for the things we got hints for, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I know, I'll admit that I, I already knew, like, generally they would meet because I... I actually had to listen to a podcast about this book. Oh, really? I think it was, it was a long time ago. I think back in 2021 oh, when cool. I heard a podcast about this book. And that's why I first heard, that's why I first heard about this book. And then I never got around to reading it. Oh, fun. But, but I did forget about a lot of plot details, though. Except for one plot detail right at the end. Uh, but other than that, I was like, wait, what else happened? I do know that generally... Safwa and Anvar meet. I don't know how, but somehow they yeah. meet. So that, that was interesting to to dive into with that, you know, with the podcast and and back of my mind. But but also once they were at the apartment building, and then it's like, oh, the Trinity Gardens, and then it's like, oh, yeah. okay, now now that they're both here. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. When I was finally like, oh, okay, all the aunties are, are gossiping about Anvar being a failure. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're going to get them to meet soon, or at least they're going to be in the same place. You know, I, I was getting pretty excited. Um, uh, sorry, Anvar. For, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I loved also, I really just thought um, that the way... Like, I loved that in between the sections, we would get, like, a little quote from Anvar's grandmother. Yes. Uh, and it... And when she passed away... I know. Nani John, I'm sad. sorry. That was... She was the best. She was so funny. <laughs> it was um, I thought, like, the way Anvar's dialogue, like, inner, inner monologue was written was so funny. Like, I just thought he was funny. 
I know, like, the oh, yeah. whole thing was nobody thinks he's funny. I was like, he's funny. I know. <laughs> I think he's real funny. Um, and I think it's sometimes it's so hard for authors to write two different um, character perspectives in a way that, like, it's easy to differentiate between them when you're reading. Um, but I thought this was so well done. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they, like, they both had their voices were voices. so different. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Definitely. Exactly. And, and, what and, else? And Anwar's voice was like, uh, I was laughing quite a bit. Me too. After, all, after all, a bit. <laughs> you know, a little, little chuckle here and there. Uh, I just thought he was funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, obviously we knew from the beginning of each of their chapters in the very beginning of the book, like something goes wrong. Um, and like Saf was saying, like she killed her brother or something like that. I know. I was like, whoa, wait, what happened here? Yeah. Did I'm like, she, what's she literally going on? Killed her brother or was it like, what, like an accident? What happened? Yeah. And, and like the, the contrast, right. Of Onvar's being like, I killed Mikey. And you're like, oh my God, who's Mikey. And then it's the goat. Right. <laughs> like, Okay. <laughs> like we think it's going to be something funny. And then it transitions into the software's chapter. And you're like, oh, what's going on? Um, I, you know, it's so hard. I think to look in on a family situation from the outside, like it infuriated me so much how continue to like protect her dad but at the end of the day that's not my dad right so like yeah. my it's that's not my blood that's um i mean well technically it wasn't hers either if you think about it but it, it, it is complicated i feel it's like those very kind of, complicated those kind of dynamics between the abusers and the people they abuse it is yeah it is yeah. it is complex and it's just like especially when it's your family or whether it's biological or it's your family who's just been taking care of you, your guardians. Right. It is, it's complex. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of strands, strings to untangle. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's, it was, it was, yeah, it was like, oh, maybe it's making me feel multiple conflicted feelings here. Yes. Well, and also we know, like, he blames her for her brother Fod dying, being left alone, and da da da, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And when he said, like, it should have been you, I was like, damn. Damn. Yeah. I, yeah, that, that was like, wow, just really just bringing in the harshness here, the brutality. Yeah, for real. Uh, and then it's like this, you know, when, um, like, that chapter after Safa leaves Fad with Dr. Youssef, right? Then it like immediately goes into on we see Anvar's own life kind of having basically his first sense of actual struggle struggle right which is like Zuha's late on her period and she's like oh shit right and there's yep. this like he kind of he uses his uh his like voice perhaps a bit too much in the local newspaper or his like uh college newspaper. Yeah, sure, and sure. it just starts this argument with him and Zuha, and it was kind of like she asked him, like, "Don't do that," and he was like, "But I'm right," and it was very much like, um, like foreshadowing later, right, where when he is telling his brother Amir, like, "Don't, don't mention this issue with you know Safa coming in or Aza at that time coming in really injured from her dad," and then he's like, "Well, that was the right thing to do," when he tells Abu about. Uh, yes aza being potentially in a relationship and things like that like it was very much like oh you saw how this worked for you later and then the exact same thing like karma almost coming back to you later yeah it it is that yeah that self-righteous behavior with Mm -hmm. from the beginning to end and 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 I would admit, like, and Amir is definitely also pretty self righteous, like that as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he, he, he was definitely quite a bit. Well, yeah, and I think like that's also part of being in the head of like the younger brother, right? Like, yeah. a, an older sibling, younger sibling dynamic is always gonna have an amount of you're bugging me, but truly nothing bugged me about Amir more than than that in the end because. He did think he was doing the right thing. I get it from that. But 
it was very much giving like I'm saying this because I know it's kind of gonna like fuck up something with my little brother you know the way he was like oh I I told him also probably you guys are in some kind of relationship yeah it's like yeah why do you have to throw that extra detail then and even in sentence narration I think you mentioned like oh like He's got a, a horrid smile on or, or something like that. Like, yeah, like, oh, bro, come yeah, on. With, n- with no thought of, like, what would happen beyond that. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. uh, let's, let's add break real, real quick because we're about halfway. Um, before we move on to discuss the rest of the Bad Muslim Discount, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. All right, let's continue the conversation. Um, so I guess like we can move into talking about everything that starts to happen in the end. Obviously, Safwell gets to America and it is not without suffering for her. Uh, <laughs> oh, it is sure. a bit of suffering. Yeah, it is suffering. Yeah, it is not without suffering. Let's let's be clear. Um, I hated Case, which I know was the point. Um, oh, yeah. I just, it was so frustrating, but also so nice to see, uh, oh, what was the name? Uh, Mr. Body, the, the landlord. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, I I love, I love when he came in with little, with little cricket bats and he just like to, and with warning on, warning him off. Yes. Or, and like, even when they're all sitting down to sign leases and he, he notices how uncomfortable, like, I guess we should switch to saying Aza now. I don't. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it does yeah. say Aza. It's, yeah, it's Aza at this point in the book. So Safa switches her name um, coming into the U.S. But he can see how uncomfortable Aza is. And he's like, no, nah, I'm not letting this guy live here. It's going to be yeah. an issue. Yeah, I mean, he. I think he was even like, oh, like, I wouldn't have let him in if it wasn't for Aza. Yeah. If she wasn't with yeah. Gone. Absolutely. And it was it was one of those things where I was like, oh my God, for the first time I can breathe like a sigh of relief for Aza, you know? Like, damn. Yeah, she she has someone on, on her side. Yeah. Um, and and if, and and he's got and he has some amusing moments, you know, when he's just talking with the the tenants. And and even like when, when I, lo- I love little moments when he's trying to explain like oh you know I know it's I know it's I know it's kind of like bad conditions here like you got the mold or yeah. other crap going on but I'll try to fix it up I'll try to get the money to fix it up yeah. for you yeah he's he just was so silly I I loved him I just thought he was a a silly little man um and when like he intervenes when Case is trying to like break down Uzza's door uh. And he's like, get out of here, bro, (laughs) basically. (laughs) And I love that we finally got that moment where he's like, you know, there's uh, a lawyer who's going to be, who lives in this building, who's going to be at this like youth group kind of event. Um, You should go talk to him. And I was like, oh my God, we're finally getting, we're getting the moment that we've been waiting for. I was very much like, are they supposed to fall in love? Like, I wasn't sure where this was going to go yet, right? Because they hadn't even met. I was like, there was so much in the beginning that I just feel like I don't know like is this gonna be his like why did we get if 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 she wasn't gonna come back later I guess was my feeling yeah but I was like I don't know like Azza deserves something good but is Anvar the right kind of good for her like I don't know right well I was never truly rooting for them to get together actually I just just wasn't sure yeah, I mean, I, I was just reading this, and I was just like, oh, interesting. Like, I don't know, I could see a path for the two of them being in a, in a relationship together, a romantic relationship mm-hmm. in the end. But then it's like, uh, I don't know. Again, just, I was never truly rooting for the two of them, personally. Yeah, uh, the only reason I thought maybe they would fall in love was because someone asked something. I, I can't remember which character asked whom, but there was, like, a discussion of how Aza could be safe within the u.s like 
regarding potential deportation, um, especially in the 2016 political climate. But uh, and I thought because the response obviously was she could marry a U.S. citizen. I was like, oh, is is there going to be a push for her? Onvar's brother or Onvar? Like I wasn't yeah. sure, right? I was, because I was, I was like, that. what? What's the path here? Because I I would assume since they were able to leave the country and come back, that they probably got their papers at a young age. Yeah. I I feel like that I, that, that conversation, if I recall correctly, may have been with Abu. With that's what I was thinking. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I I wasn't positive, but yeah. I was. Yeah, it was on it, my mind. Yeah, it turned out not to be. Not to be the two of them, not 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 on and, and on live. Right, um, but I I did think it was it was interesting to watch that like Aza have her only in like freedom, like the only thing she's really really choosing for herself is to hang out with Onvar and sleep with Onvar and whatever, which is like of her like yeah, take, take, try to take, take take some agency. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was a taste of what she could have um which i think was both like bittersweet in the moment um yeah i i thought like the tie-ins to the political climate throughout were really well one they were important to the story obviously um to really understand like political unrest and gave me a show to read about that crap yeah (laughs) i don't know you're bringing me back to some bad memories yeah i was like uh but it, it was also, I think, especially because I feel like this book was super powerful. Like, non-Muslim people, right? I feel like uh, it was really palatable to un- to have a breakdown of things, but not not in a way where explain anything. Like, the author was willing to explain, like, oh, this is, the, this is this holiday, this is like this, and this and this. So it was one of those things where I think, oh, yeah, if you didn't know certain things, this, it, it, it's really easy to grasp. Um, and so I think it was super important that in a palatable book like that, you're actively taking the opportunity to be like, look how fucking horrible the United States was. Yeah. Yeah, because I know, like, there's just so much, especially that the book is is set in in 2016 and stuff like that um there there's so much talk all the time about things that happened but never in the way that they really happened so i think especially within the u.s there's just such a willingness to um paint things in such a better light and a more positive light than it ever actually was so i yeah. really i really did appreciate the tie-ins too like the U.S.'s role in the political unrest in, you know, in Baghdad, in Karachi, everything. So I thought it was really, really interesting. And uh, it, it was also, it was really, I don't know, to the way that they were intricately woven into the, that was very cool. Maybe cool is the wrong word there, but, you know. It's interesting, you know, just like, yeah, the political attitudes, and we, we get a mention of, you know, of, of Trump, and... Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and the then, like, stress the, of that election. <laughs> yeah, the stress of that election, the Muslim ban gets mentioned a few times, and yeah. even just the whole general attitude of distrusting the American government, and yeah. how, like, even, even when we have the, the Department of Homeland Security agents... Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we have that tale come in towards the end, and even just kind of like the mistrust of them and just being like, hmm, you know, how, how, how much trust should we really invest in them? Exactly. Yeah. And because you know, you know how much America loves to just, just loves to punish, you know, people who are not white, especially, yep. people, especially <laughs> Muslims and, you know, paint whole terrorist stereotype over them. Yeah. And, which I yeah. thought I genuinely like when it was revealed that Aza was trying for terrorism yeah i was like oh I, we're going there oh. yeah I would, even that accent though as, as much as i did not care for case at all even that was like okay wait maybe framing him for terrorism <laughs> it's just a tad too much even for an asshole like him yeah i was like i mean that's one option to choose i guess uh <laughs> i i just thought like it, it was very um 
obviously like scary to read how like Ozzy was so sure like this is a surefire plan for now and da 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 and then like the second Anvar realizes what's going on and they have a second to talk in private he's like you fucked up <laughs> <laughs> yep he's just like what the hell you're forcing these battles what the hell why are you doing this He's this like, yeah, he's like, these journals are fake. And then he's like, and where did you get the terrorism magazine? Right? Like the ISIS magazine. And she's like, yep. uh, I bought it. She's, he's like, has he even touched these? She's like, no. <laughs> it's like, I'm stressed for you, girl. I'm stressed for you. Um, and it yeah, was, don't, it was, don't trust the, the plan like a heist or anything, because I don't think you can depend on all the details. No, it was, it was like a, an idea. I'm not going to say a good idea, but it was like an idea. An idea, uh, a concept. But the execution was not done correctly. Um, not tight at all. I did appreciate, though, like, that Anvar was like, I'm going to help you get away. You just need to run. Like, you just need to run and I'll figure out, you know, kind of keep them off your tail in the long run and but the pain that i felt like when he also decides to tell case like obviously i i like we said like he wasn't a terrorist like he didn't need yeah um yeah and it could have been very bad i i totally coming why didn't he like what like this could have been like, no time he didn't he gave her no time at all to escape before snitching <laughs> I'm just like, uh, Anvar, he's just, he's, he's tense. He feels like he has to give the information to Case right away because, like, just in case, like, the agents move in quickly, I, I guess, you know? Because, and, and, you know, if he, were, if he was captured, if Case was captured, and it's like, oh, he's seen as a terrorist, like, he could, like, he could die. Like, oh, uh, for like, sure. Like, the government could just kill him off, you know, to send, to send him off to, you know, what was it? The extrajudicial killing, you know, as they say, as they call it. Right. Or, yeah. Know, enhanced interrogation. Question, yeah. You know? Oh, it could have been really fucking bad. I was just like, dude, give her. Like, come on, she <laughs> got to pack her whole life. Um, oh, it's just so stressful. It was so <gasps> stressful, and the moment that like she's literally leave and she runs into Abu and he's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, 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 no!" Yeah. Oh man, because well, and you know what? I was really confused. Like, re the terrorism, um, blaming, framing rather. Uh, I was like confused why she was like, "Why?" I was like, "Is she gonna kill Case? Like, that's just gonna ruin her whole situation here." I was like, there's no way that that's her plan. I was like, why does she want a gun? Like, why does she think everybody should get... I was so confused. I, like, there. it was not in my brain that she was going to try to frame him as a terrorist. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's, it's, a, it's a plan. It's a plan of us that she really tried to concoct. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And then I, through I all say... of this, like, there's the, oh, there's the engagement party and there's Zuha yeah. and Anvar having their moments, and you're like, "What is? There's so much going on right now." <laughs> yeah, just so much, and, and and I am I am actually glad that that Zuha and Anvar do end up together in the end. Because I, I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, I I I like it if these two ended up together, you know, even as as messy as they can be. Yeah, I think like <gasps> they could, after all that time apart, still have those feelings for each other. That's saying something, you know. Yeah, because you're like in his early thirties, right, or something like that. I think. So. I mean, he's a lawyer, so I, I think probably. It, 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 something like that. It, it, it goes over like multiple years. Yeah. Book. Yeah, it's like their book. whole lives essentially. Yeah, so just just your life, and um, which I I did. Also, I will say I felt like the cover makes it look like a YA novel. Did you ever think of that? cover you know what so many i went to look on goodreads afterwards because i wanted to see what other people were thinking of this book and so many people said that they thought it was a ya novel as well see? yeah it, it was like me too and i and i, and I was and i was looking through the goodreads review and i was like wait so other people also thought okay maybe this is a ya novel but then it's like oh no it is marketed towards adults even though the cover just kind of has this a bit of a cartoonish ya look to it towards this i just thought like that like 
Anvar looks like a man. Like he's got he's got like a five o'clock shadow. I was like, I feel oh, like they could else. be. I feel like they could be teenagers. Honestly, I, I do. I see what you're saying, but I guess it didn't like it didn't cross my mind. I was just like, oh, that's a cool cover. Yeah, I giving mean, woman author. That's why I thought it was by a woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So we got different vibes off of the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. And, 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 and in any case, it's not like that. That heavily impacted my reading experience. It was just like, oh, it's right. a YA novel, and, and then once I found out it wasn't, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm, I don't know. I'll just keep vibing with this, and I did. And and right, I also, right. I, I do want to comment on how, and I didn't realize this until I read the other reviews, but I have seen reviews criticize this book for for its representation of Muslim, specifically yeah. how it's like you can interpret the book as being like, oh, Muslims who are not devout are the good ones while muslims who are devout yeah they're, they're kind of like being vilified in this book which i don't know like i i and i'm not muslim so i can't give a personal perspective on that it was right. like i can see how you can get that interpretation from the book mm-hmm. uh personally it didn't affect my reading experience i feel like this was a, a pretty good book in my, in my opinion but i, can, I agree I can, I can see it to take i can see the take though yes i also saw those because uh, i knew that's what i was mainly looking for when i went to go check the reviews because i know like that that's usually i feel an issue because i feel like there's not a lot of like just devout like muslim representation in books in like modern uh like or contemporary rather uh fiction books so i feel like I, I feel like I knew that there was going to be commentary like that in the reviews. I do feel like that was the point. Like, it's called the bad Muslim discount. <laughs> I, I just thought that was the point, right? Like, they, it was supposed to show, like, they think they're very right because they're the, the quote-unquote bad Muslims. I thought yeah. that that's what... Yeah. I, I thought that was the point. But, but I understand, like, to see... Yeah. It's very consistently. This is the way that I feel. We sh- we see um, Muslim re- representation in books. I see a lot of the times. It's like, oh well, I drink still and I do this, and you know, breaking the rules to make it like not so strict. Um, yeah. So I, I, like, I get where they're. Yeah, and and I feel like it also speaks. It also speaks to your feeling like representation on a wider scale. How I feel like we do still yeah. need more books that center Muslim characters, mm-hmm. specifically, specifically, and like the protagonist roles or just roles yeah. where they're not being like off to the side or being seen as like the, the terrorist stereotypes. You know, definitely, definitely. Just fluffing I... out as humans because they're humans. You know, like everyone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were you absolutely fucking terrified when uh, back into his apartment and like, you know, the table with the the checkers, the checkers set is tossed. I was like, well, that was really symbolic, first of all. Right. And him walking into his room and Abu's just sitting on the bed with a revolver in his hand. I was like, um, Frightened. I was frightened, and I also that's the one plot point where when I listened to the podcast I said earlier, that yeah. was the plot point where I was like, "Oh, I know this happens." So once I saw that was, I knew I never saw coming. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I not, but I didn't think it was gonna be like this. Yep. Well, I knew it was coming, but it's not like that. Uh, that lessened my fear. Right. No. No. Right. My fear was still heightened. <laughs> Uh, it was so scary, and and th- I feel like that whole scene was um, really well written. Anvar tied it back to a quote where he's like, "I don't have fear because Allah will protect." And yes. Abu was kind of like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, damn, why'd you have to say that? Um, <laughs> But and then and then we don't even know what would have happened necessarily, even though Anvar says like in that moment I'm sure he's not gonna kill me. Like he's not gonna do it. Um, but we'll never know because cops show up. Yep. It was yeah, it was the I think it was the DA the DHS. It was Pro- one of them was one of the agents, opposed to agents, and yeah. someone someone came in and shot Abu. Right, which was crazy, and I was like, that's really yeah. traumatizing also. And yeah. imagining, like, at least Aza got away, but she the fact that she, like, doesn't even know, right, that that's, 
that that happened. Like she, I know, maybe somewhere. I know. It's like because yeah, she goes off, and I think she probably, I think maybe goes off to Canada. Yeah, that was my thought too, because they were like, "It's snowing," and I'm like, "Okay, snow." And so she's taking (laughs) refuge up there, but then it's like, "Oh yeah, she has that." Probably thinking like, "Oh, maybe yeah, he is alive, you know, able to take shelter somewhere." Yeah. Yeah. I also thought, you know, after that we get like Anvar sleeping at the mosque and then his mom coming to pick him up. Um and him being like, Oh, why didn't you send dad? And she's like, I'm not a bad mother. <laughs> like <laughs> and then they have they have their true heart to heart, which is like, okay, yeah, they really needed that. And Yeah, that moment that moment made a relationship for me. Yeah, and- yeah. I was like, Okay, this solidified a lot of a lot of things. Um and you know, Abu's funeral passes and then there's like that kind of like in his little depression room at his parents' house, like upstairs. And uh, Zuha comes up and just lets herself in. And he's kind of like, Well, you didn't knock. Like, I'm not seeing anybody. And she's like, Yeah, I didn't knock on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Look, 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 look. And she has the ring that his mom gave to her as a proposal for, like, on his behalf. And I was like, Aww. Yes. Hell yeah. That's sweet. And I'm so glad we got one last uh, chapter from now Zara. Um, I was like, literally, my note was slay. <laughs> like, <laughs> she, she did it. Like, after everything, like, she's out. She's, you know, doing her own thing. She's where it snows. She works in a bakery. There's a yep. cute guy named Henry. Is trying to get her to be interested in him. Like, She's having the thing that she was like, you guys have so much freedom and you're not using it. Like you're not making those choices on your own behalf. You're not, you know, what if, what if Zuha marries the wrong brother? You know, yeah. you have the option, you have the freedom to make that choice. So do it. So I thought it was very full circle for her to come around and realize like, you know what? Maybe Henry's not bad. I was like, oh, that's cool. We got like, it's so full circle. Yes. And it was, it was nice to watch him kind of like awkwardly flip with her. Definitely. Know. Yeah. Just to know, know that, you know, this path can be laid out in the future. Something, you know, something, something, you know, calm and, you know, and loving for, for Zara. Which she absolutely deserves. Cause boy, did she go through it. <laughs> Yes, and also, also, I lo- I also do appreciate when uh when the mom when Anwar's mom is kind of like being like, yes, I was right. See, when once Trump won the election. Oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. That was so funny. I was like, ah, oh. it was bringing back all the stress I had around that election. That was my first election that I was able to vote in, and it was. Yeah. Not fun. Um. <laughs> that election is just like, oh, that's the thing where it's like, oh, it shadows your faith in any American institution. And it's just like, you can feel that radiating throughout this book. Where it's like, hey, you know what? Don't be so naive and just blindly trust America. Yep. <laughs> ah, um, well, on time, what was your, how would you rate this? So we rate on a five-star scale. Uh, and I'll I'll do math I guess in the end and average it out. But what on a five star scale, what would you give this book? I would give this book. Uh, I'm 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 stuck between a three point seventy five and a four stars. Okay. Uh, what's your What's your reasoning? My reasoning is that I feel like this is I again this is a pretty good book. I was yeah you know, I was really able to just you know dive into dive into the story and. And, and, the, and the characters, and as, again, as, an, as a, a non-Muslim reader, I feel like this book, the author did, did, did a good job of making this accessible to me mm-hmm. and other non-Muslim readers. Yeah. And just uh, the characters and how they're fleshed out and the dynamics they have and the political climate to take them. And, and then I'm also, I am also taking the Goodreads reviews and like, you know, I do have it hanging in the back of my mind, even though that's like it, it didn't personally affect me. I can see how other people do have that take mm-hmm. on how the Muslim representation is handled in this book. Definitely. So I do have that in the back of my mind. Uh, I know I'll, I'll bump it up. I'll, I'll, I'll do four stars. I'll just do I'll just do a solid four stars. For this. I think that's really fair. <clears throat> sorry. I think that's really fair. Uh, I gave it a, a four and a half, like four point five, when I finished it. I think like. I once I got about 25% of the way in I read the rest of it like I didn't stop I couldn't put it down I thought it was 
really entertaining. I thought it would, it had me on my toes, despite like the little things I picked up on. There was a lot I did not see coming. And I really enjoy when I can get like bamboozled by <laughs> like, okay, okay, I give you a point for that. Um, like the characters, I enjoy Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was that sound? Anyways, I, I really enjoyed this. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to end on a 4.5. Between the two of us, a 4.25, which I think is a pretty nice. fair rating for this book. I thought it was good. I thought it was fun. I would I would almost even read it again sometime to pick up on things that I'd Ooh, catch them. nice. I'm sure if I caught some hints, perhaps there were others, you know, for everything else that was going to happen. Um, it wasn't. It was engaging me the whole time. I read this in one day. And that yeah, one day no, came, same, just, same. Just yesterday. Just yeah, yesterday. Me, read, me. <laughs> same. I finished it at ten thirty last night before I went to bed. <laughs> Which I feel like every single time we do a podcast together, Arthur, I literally am finishing it like li- so. Uh, pretty funny to know that we were doing the same, but I really appreciate you reading this in a week's notice and agreeing to come on the pod. Uh, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we just like you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Cabrera-Dixon. Arthur, go ahead. <laughs> and I'm Audra Howell, host of Two Cents Critic. Make sure you check that out. Yep. Oh, plug all your things now. Plug, plug oh, your things. Okay. Do it. Okay. Okay. So my socials, you can find a podcast on Twitter and Instagram at two underscore cents critic. My personal accounts on Twitter, GoodPod, StoryGraph, Letterboxd, and TikTok at Arthur underscore Ant18. I'm on Goodreads at Arthur Howell. If you want to email me, you can reach me at email two cents critic at yahoo.com. My blog, you can check that out at two cents critic.com. And, you know, also make sure you can do all the reviews and ratings and all that crap for Two Cents Critic as well. You know, wherever, wherever, wherever you listen to it, you know, on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, all of that good stuff. Slay. Um, and this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next books on our to-be-read list are The Jasmine Throne and the Oleander Sword by Tashi Shura, Suri. Bleh, Tasha Suri. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading. Thank you, Arthur. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye-bye. Talk to you later.